Hi, this is Beth from DilbertPublishing.com. Today we have got quite the conversation going. Big news in the uh, freelance slash novel writing world. So I, who else could I possibly speak to this incredible topic than my dear friend Victoria Rosendahl. Uh, say hello. Hello. I'm so glad to be back. I, I had so much fun the first time. I'm glad I get to come back again and again and again. I hear you had something awesome happen. I did. I turned 62. <laughs> the first conversation and now this past Monday, uh, and I start Social Security in July. Aw, well, congratulations. It's quite an honor to, to age, isn't it? I never realized that until I had my whole cancer shit going. Oop. That's we're, okay. We're supposed we're to be ready PG. Per perfectly. But you know what? All you said was cancer. So let anybody else read it. Well, we are rated PG, so we have to, I have to. And, and it's, it's for like, please give or no, no, that's, that's not it. But <laughs> it is a privilege. It's a privilege to, to uh, get older. And it wow. Is. I wouldn't want to be 32 again, 42 again, 52 again. I'm really happy to be where I am. And there are days when I feel like I'm 12 and days when I feel like I'm 92, but it just depends on my outlook that day but hopefully i've done my meditation every morning which i try to do so i uh, sure as heck would not want to be um like a 22 year old right now and entering no. the novel writing world or no. oh my no, gosh so different from when we were coming up and and uh i don't know it's it's a it's not a dog eat dog world anymore it's just a forget about it world you hit the nail on the head. That's kind of frightening, which brings us actually to our wonderful topic. Cocky game. It is. Oh my Cocky game. I mean, yes. I, I, I don't imagine anybody in the writing world doesn't know what cocky gate is right now. I, I know. And it's, um, you know, part of the reason that you reached out to me is that I'm a retired lawyer. But folks, everybody listening to this, I'm not a retired copyright lawyer. I'm not a retired trademark lawyer. So what I'm saying is from my point of view of that training, but not necessarily the be all and end all advice. No. Um, it, it's it, you and I talked about this in the lead up to this uh, podcast, and we both think that she uh, trademarked the wrong thing. Correct, and it's it's fine and dandy to trademark your you know, certain phrases or whatever. Right. And, you know, because you did a, a qualification, I should probably say I am not an attorney either. I've never <laughs> played one on TV. I skim legal documents. I have never once read a terms of service contract. I scroll, 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 hit agree, and off I go, which is stupid. I get it. But well, I mean, you so do. boring. You do, well, it is. You do what you need to do. And, and honestly, as a copywriter, I have been asked to write terms of service and privacy policy, and I won't do it. Okay. I say to them, you need to have your attorneys do this. And now that we have the GDPR starting at the end of the month, we really need to have the attorneys who are experienced and skilled in this write it. So any copywriters out there who think they can just copy somebody's TOC and privacy policy, you might want to think again about that. Um, and, and some of this may also just be my, I'm not, 
a namby-pamby about it, but I want their own attorneys who know their business better than I do mm-hmm. write their TOC and their privacy policy and now, you know, GDPR. That you're not joking there. It's it's a it's a minefield out there. It's in in let, let, if in case there is a person who actually was like doing something outside rather than sitting on their computer. Right. <laughs> fast cocky gate, fast cocky recap. Oh cocky away. Cocky away. Well what happened is that um Felina, remind me of her last name. Hopkins. Hopkins. Um, published a series and uh, with the word cocky in the title. And she decided in April that it would be a really good idea to trademark the word cocky, both in the stylized script, and I have, I have something to say about that, and in the regular font. Yep. Okay. Um, that- and just, just for the record, I have actually met Felina, and she's a nice person. Oh, okay. And, and I'm not saying, and I'm not oh, saying no. she's not. Right. I, I wanted to be going, that clear too. She's not, I mean, she's being portrayed pretty roughly. Uh, she is because she has decided to do something that other people Ooh. think is unfair. Yeah. To be fair to her, she's not asking anybody who published before her to change anything. I think she has. Before? By mistake, yeah. She's a number oh, okay. Yeah, there have been a number of people who've been hit with the C and Ds, which That's interesting. people suspect she did that uh, the attorney didn't write because it's not real legalese. You know, I read her C and D, and it's very personal. So I suspect that that she did write it, and maybe her attorney or publicist okayed it or said, "Yeah, okay, that'll do." Um, the thing about cocky in the stylized script, I want to know what font it is and whether or not she got the rights to do it. It appears, it appears as though um, the owner of the font has said no. Yeah, of course. Of course. Now, if she had had a font that was created just for her and she could prove that it was created just for her. And, and what's really important in law is absolutely what, uh, what Tom Cruise said in A Few Good Men, it isn't what I know, it's what I can prove. And if she can prove that a designer created it for her and the time he created it for her and they also trademarked or copyrighted, probably trademarked that, that would be one thing. But just pulling down some stylized script and trademarking it is, is, could run into some problems. Um, I think the thing that people aren't talking about that you and I are going to talk about on this podcast is, isn't it interesting, the publicity machine that she has going because of this? Exactly. I wonder Um, if it was deliberate. I wonder if it's just a happy accident. Um, And, and, you know, I don't know what her numbers are like on Amazon, but I'm sure that, that she's shooting through the roof for author favorability. And we should also talk a little bit about um, readers versus fellow authors. Yeah. But uh, you need to talk about the second trademark first, because we have the stylized one, and then we have the... The normal trademark, and, and, which is just a regular font. I don't even know what, what font style it is. But the question that I had in my mind was, what kind of slippery slope is this going to be now? 
We're talking about the romance genre. We're talking about titles. We're talking about covers. But is she going to try to go further and go to the word cocky itself in books? In, outside of romance, you mean? Yeah, in, in anything outside of romance or even try to go as far as, to, as maybe if she can copy. I don't think you can copyright a word, but um, trying to make sure that nobody uses the word cocky in their manuscript? I, I don't know. There was a rumor, and it was just a rumor, that Amazon was taking down reviews that used the word cocky as well. Are you kidding me? I kid you not. Uh, I, I can find the Jesus, name. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. That's just, that's ridiculous. You want to, I don't... I'm sure, and sure, I'm, I trust you. We, we've known each other a long time. It makes me want to go to Amazon and do reviews with the word cocky in it, and that's it. Yeah, what was her name? Um, it was, it was a, a review site. I'd have to look it up, but I can probably find it and put it in the description. But, yeah, she was the, the reviewer was a little angry about that. And apparently people have received these cease and desist letters and have complied. One author changed cocky to arrogant. Another author um, began a new series called The Cocky Brothers with C-A-U-L-K-Y. <laughs> Is it all about construction? Yeah, well, could be, you know, or windows. Windows? Well, then hey, you get oh, no, 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 this is it. It's all about leaks. <gasps> yes. Leaks. It's there about leaks, go. and I don't mean the kind you cut up in the kitchen. Never know. Leaks window in leaks. the windows. I, I really think, I think the whole idea of, yeah, if she had trademarked the Cocker Brothers series, no one would have lifted an eyebrow. That's true. I agree. It's, it's, that's, I think if, if, if I were in her position and could roll it back, that's what I would do. I understand what she was trying to achieve. I'm, I'm actually a little surprised that the trademark office went for this. I have a hunch they were just really busy that day. Over. Kind of scary, but <laughs> okay. Um, I think that uh, I made some notes because I, I read there was an attorney, Kevin Newper, and hopefully I'm pronouncing his name properly. Um, her argument is that she is protecting her readers' money to make sure that they are not buying the wrong thing. And my question would be, isn't it fair to say that she's also protecting hers? Yeah. I mean, as authors, we all want to sell, but I also, I mean, for me personally, and this is not to, to put anybody in the spotlight who is doing it for a buck. For me personally, I, I would write until I'm brain dead if I made no money because it's, it's part of my DNA. It's just what I do. Um, and I know it's what you do. I think that um, it's, it's going to be interesting. The Romance Writers of America, I think, are starting to consider mounting a request for the trademark office to cancel that trademark. Yes, I, they, I think they are, and they, they have negotiated with Amazon to stop the takedown of books and reviews using that word. Okay, and I think that that's appropriate. I'm kind of surprised that Amazon jumped at that, but... Amazon you know. is very careful about, you know, 
they take down and ask questions later, it appears. Ah, uh, okay. It's easier. And that's thing that's, that is, I think a lot of people are saying, oh, well, if Amazon's taking it down, I should be afraid. I don't think that Felina wants anybody to be afraid. I think she really is trying to, to do something to protect herself. I just, I'm just not sure if the way it went about was the right thing to do and the right word to, to uh, trademark. And, and, and as we just said, is it now going to go from romance into any other genre? Hope not. I would hope not. Uh, but she seems to be going off of the whole, and um, if there's confusion mm -hmm. between her book and yours, to, to shoot for the C and D first. Um, and that's because that's what the trademark office says. The trademark office says that the reason you trademark something is to eliminate the confusion. That's part of the reason you do it. Um, I'm just, I just, I don't know how this is going to turn out. It would be a really good law school question. It would be, yes. A great bar exam question. And, when, and one last interesting thing is that the, the books originally started out as the Cocker Brothers series. Right. And so there was, she kind of a, just kind of the, the whole cocky series kind of is a recent phenomenon. Okay. And, um. And one of the complaints, and I, I can see her point, is, is that, you know, so many people were copying her. Mm -hmm. And, um, wow, welcome to writing. <laughs> uh, the, for sure. And, and I think that if she had started out trademarking the Cocker Brothers series and, and trademarking the, you know, the, the change in that, if it became the Cocky Brothers series, did it? I don't know. I don't believe it did until later. If she did those two things, that would make more sense to me as someone who has spent 31 years as a lawyer. Um, but at least she's doing a cease and desist. At least she's trying to make it um, kind instead of aggressive. True, true. So I, give, I, I definitely give her props for that because she's, she's doing something that is, uh, you know, a, clearly a popular series. And, uh, uh, you know, I've never read anything that she's written, but, you know, it's a lot of conversation. And at the very least, this is conversation, and, and we should welcome that. Interestingly enough, uh, they... Shortly thereafter, they found that someone was trying to copy, excuse me, trademark Rebellion. Really? Yes. However, he was outside <laughs> of the writing world. Oh, okay. And people approached him and he was like, oh my God, I am so sorry. I, ah. And he's revising his trademark. Because apparently now a lot of authors are keeping an eye on those trademark thingamabobs that you have 30 days to uh, comment on. Yeah, yeah. and that's, cool. that's smart. I mean, it's... Uh, but who I, has time, you know? Well, and and honestly, bless him, because personally, I don't have time to do it. Maybe it's, maybe it's something that is kind of like watching, you know, binge-watching uh, any Real Housewives show. All right, I confess, I watch Beverly Hills. <laughs> I watch New York City. I don't watch anything else, but I, I do watch... <laughs> Um, and maybe that it's, it's interesting from that standpoint. Um, I've certainly done a lot of 
copywriting of novels and screenplays. So I'm, I'm grateful that the office is there. I'm grateful that we could do this electronically now instead of having to send it in uh, physically. But I think that, that this is going to be a very interesting conversation in the months to come and to see what happens and how the RWA mounts a challenge if they mount a challenge. Now let's get on to the true reason we wanted to discuss this. And that was the, the first thing you brought up and I said, oh, let's get the background done. And now we're to the meat about um, infamy versus obscurity. Yeah, I think that, you know, the question is, is it better to be infamous than to be obscure? Because I don't know. Do you have an answer? I'm not sure I have an answer. Because is it worth it? It depends on context. Because is it worth it? I mean, a lot of authors are really angry at this other author in many regards. I mean, if someone came to, to you and said, all right, you need to change the title of all your middle-aged books that you have. I mean, you mm-hmm. guys, and, and then they say, well, no big deal. It'll take an afternoon. It would take an awful lot longer than an afternoon for you to, you'd have to redo your covers. You'd have to, I mean, you would not have a sweet taste in your mouth towards that. Right. Person. But would it matter? Because you're, if you're not one of her readers. Well, right. Exactly. As last I checked, she was still a top 100 author. Okay. Well, I don't know. Know. and I think she's going to rise in the ranks the longer this goes on, simply because people are looking at her now. And people remember the name and they remember the name in a negative way? And, I don't know. You know what? I think, I don't know if readers will, authors might, but readers might say, hmm, this is kind of as sexy as one of her books. Could be. Uh, did you? Did you happen to uh, check out her video? I didn't. Video response is uh, like an over an hour and a half. No, I didn't. Uh-huh. I, I watched the beginning. I skimmed and skimmed because it, um, if you go to her blog, she mentions making the video. She took it down. Uh-huh. Of course, then it went straight back up because other people had downloaded. And then she got them down, but now it's popping up all over. Uh, turns out she was drinking whiskey at the time at Cecil right on her blog. Really? And so it was a little bit wacko or? Oh, it was, it, it was a little wacko. <laughs> and she admits it. it. It just, just goes to show you folks, whiskey and video just don't mix. That's why I try to always be sober when we talk. Well, you know, it's a good idea. And if I ever, if I ever see any indication. Otherwise. Be under the influence of say, I don't know, a pussycat. Ooh, where is she? <laughs> that I'm going to say, it's done. We can't do this. I'm not going to do it to you. you know, um, so, yeah. I, I, think, I, I look at it like kind of like the Cardassians, where yes. they, they're more infamous and they keep doing outrageous things mm-hmm. that may or may not be fabulous, but they're in the news all the time. Is this going to be, do you think this is going to be like a, the way we do it now? I mean, you used to have, God, have writers, 
I remember back in the days when I read John Hassler and he was just such a word crafter and it took him two mm-hmm. years to write a novel and it was gorgeous and beautiful and his word painting, look, I got goosebumps just talking about <laughs> his, words, yeah, his word painting. And now, you know, I, somebody on Twitter did post some of the pages of her, um, some of her books and it, it's erotica. I mean, okay. Um, but it's word porn. Is that what it is? The, I, 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 I actually did read 50 shades of gray and I wound up skimming the last book looking for plot. You know, I'll it's, be honest. I'll be honest right here, right now on this podcast. I never read any of the 50 shades of gray. Didn't, I, it just didn't interest me. I didn't I, go to the movies. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, they were wide, wildly popular, um, but it's just not my genre. It's not the thing that I write, and it's not the thing that I read. I read mysteries, um, and of course, I read books with dogs in them. I, I don't correct the source. The body part, the source, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and it's also, honestly, <laughs> it's a little bit our age, too, where we're not millennials and we're not, we can't come up with this stuff fast enough. And I like a good story. Yeah. I Me- just love a good story. And if the story is only about that one thing, but yeah, it's um, this contemporary romance, that's what she's, you know, whether it's erotica, I'm not sure. Okay. And, and if anybody was insulted by my saying word porn, it just kind of slipped out of my brain. Oh, it is erotica, but the word porn, I don't know. I right. haven't read. And the only I mean, word porn I've ever read is Fifty Shades. And like I said, I, 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 towards the end, I was just skimming, looking for a plot. What happened? <laughs> whips. And I did, I did learn some sex toy terms, though, that I was unaware of. That's very interesting. I'd talk about that further, but we're PG. Well, you know, and, and, and we want to make sure that people keep coming back to listen to our chats. And, and one thing that you and I talked about last time was maybe actually doing a little point counterpoint for anybody who grew up in the 60s. Um, it, there was a show called Point Counterpoint that was at the end of the Huntley Brinkley Report. And that's where two people took opposite sides of something and debated it and it's it's actually i loved classes when when i was a kid that did that because i got to to talk about things instead of just spitting back facts and information so you just said brinkley you know who i thought of yes my baby brinkley we lost him last year to believe it or not to alzheimer's um i know he was starting to sundown so he would get agitated as it got darker. And we found out later that he had significant cataracts. We really didn't know that at that point. And he was, if he slept an hour in the last five days of his life, that would have been a lot. His mind wouldn't let him go to sleep. And one night, this was probably two days or so before we were merciful. He was sitting behind Matt's chair, looking staring into the middle distance going he must have done this for five minutes 
and we wondered if he saw our other pets come back for him, like people have said that they see their loved ones waiting for them. I don't know, but it was weird. Interesting. Yes, my brinkley. But now we have Diesel, the Labrador. Mr. Diesel. And on the 27th of May, we're going to have his first forever anniversary party. Oh. Yeah. You got him about the same time I got Lena then. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Memorial Day last year. Because Lena was, yeah. Oh, I like puppies and kitties. Puppies and like kitties. But now I like kitties too. But yes, going back to our infamy, obscurity, weather. Yeah, I don't know. I think, it, I think it's context. I think you have to decide. It depends on who it is at the time. And readers aren't keeping up with Cocky Gate. And it, which brings me to my final wondering is um, how important is it to have fellow author support? <laughs> That's a good question. I think writing is so solitary that you, when you find someone else saying, you know, I just, I totally agree with what you're doing. It's sometimes a little unnerving. Okay. So, you know, is it, is she, I think this is going to be a Hatfield and McCoy. It really is. It's going to be between those who are really supportive of what she did and those who think that, that she's almost a snake in the grass, not even knowing her. Um, and, and as I said before, at the very least, the silver lining in this is that we're going to have a discussion and we're going to, I don't know if there's going to be a right or wrong, but it's, but we need to talk about it. And we need to talk about not only the trademark issue and the publicity issue, but the personal issue of, do you get into this whole discussion or do you sit back and just watch that's an interesting one too, me because if you get into it too deep then suddenly you're taking a side and i like being more of a um watch on the sidelines type person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i don't know how this is going to play out and i don't know i do hope that the trademark is revoked N- not the stylized one but the actual word one that's causing all the brouhaha and confusion and i hope that um i hope that she's able to trademark her actual series name Uh, she should be able to there's no reason why she shouldn't um i'm wondering though and if the stylized version the owner of that that font is gonna "Mm -mm, yeah chance and then you know now that will put her into a position of hire a designer do a font that is uniquely hers, mm-hmm. then put it in her series name. That would be very wise. That makes sense to me. And, and it, it is the most um, unique thing she can do about it because that's really, I think it's the lack of uniqueness that people are upset about. I agree. And it, it was, it's terribly broad. You know, it's just it is. very, very it's, broad. It, it is very broad, and if it were more narrow and if it were more unique, I think people would say, oh, fine, no big deal. And if I mean, it... Case in point, remember when I, I have Garden Rack? Yep. And um, I had the logo designed for me by a designer, and I trademarked it because it was done specifically for me as a unique logo. 
Right. And it, for a unique product. And right. Exactly. Nobody's ever complained to me about Garden Rack, which is all one word with two caps, so a capital G and a capital R. Nobody's ever said anything because it's, it, it's, I didn't step on anybody else's toes. The, the reason people are feeling uh, churlish, if you will, is because it's not unique. It would be the equivalent of me, for example, trademarking uneven. There you go. And going after you for your uneven right. advantage. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the thing that, that also is important for people to know is that when somebody sends you a cease and desist and you suddenly have to change, you could have to change two dozen covers. You have to go out and get the illustrator, could be dead. You may have to have them redone. That's, that's a heck of a lot to ask. And in, in going back to she felt people were copying her, different things mm -hmm. that she could do would be that font that you talked about and a unique yeah. font, not using stock photos for her, right. for her covers. Oh, right. I mean, stock Absolutely. photos. I mean, you're going to have people use, using that same picture. And it's not malicious. It's just the nature of stock photos. Right. Exactly. I think that... Sometimes uh, I suppose it could be malicious, but well, I'm, I'm going to find that picture. I would hope that, that it wouldn't be. And I'm pretty certain that she has, you know, paid for the photo. Um, you know, certainly you can do that on iStock. That's easy to do. You just pay for the rights and, and you use it. But it, it's, um, I, I definitely think that there are other ways to go about it that won't piss people off. Agreed. We agree too much. We're going to have trouble. No, we agree, just, we, we agree just enough on this one, but we'll have to find a good point, counterpoint. And that we disagree on. Peace. Cats versus dogs. Oh, no, I, think <gasps> I love dogs too, though. See, I love, I love cats and dogs. So it's not, it's, that, that doesn't, gerbils versus hamsters. Or, I know, anything furry, forget it. That's off the table. Off the table. Have we covered everything? I, you know, we talked I think, about the petition. We, oh, the hashtags. Oh, I love ending on this, the hashtags, because she's got some very unwonderful hashtags and everything. But I read a, this beautiful story. You'll have to look it up when we get done. Maybe you've already read it about a, I believe she was Irish. And so anyway, this, a woman, an American went to Ireland and mm -hmm. she fell in love. It's beautiful. And so she decided to do a series called the wild Irish, whatever, wild Irish, this wild Irish, that mm -hmm. she was just getting ready to um, release the series. And to her horror, she found another author from Ireland. I think I may be butchering this a little bit um, who had the wild Irish series before her. Uh, and so she oh she emailed her and she's like oh my god I am so sorry I did this and I'm willing to change it you know mm -hmm. oh my god and so uh, the author who originally had Wild Irish uh, her name is Mary M A R I she wrote back and she said hey we we both write romance there's so many only so many wild whatevers to go around. Mm -hmm. What if we joined forces and we just promoted the heck out of each other's books? What a great idea. And we had fun with it. And so alongside all these awful hashtags that have come up because of Cockygate is this little tiny one called Be a Mary. B-A-M-A-R-I. <laughs> I like that. It's worth looking up to find out there's still really awesome people in this world. And there's yeah. 
to work together to help us. Uh, if someone has a, a similar idea, why can't right. we work together? Well, exactly. And I think that it just shows that one, the person who realized that there was another wild Irish out there had the, the gumption to write to this person and say, I'm so sorry, I stepped on your toes. This was never my intent. And the person who had the wild Irish in Ireland had the kindness to say, why don't we just join forces and promote each other? I think that's, uh, that's the way it should be. Way it should be. Way it should be. So I think it's good to close on that note. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me back. I, I know you're super busy. I know you you had crazy. You're just crazy busy. But <laughs> thank you for taking the time to share your thoughts on Cocky Gate, and I hope that we did a balanced job of it. I think we did. I th I don't think we cocked it up. I'm sorry. I, that just oh oh that's just horrible. I just oh boy, I, I couldn't. I bow to the master. It's well, you know, you just you, those puns just kind of roll off your tongue, and uh, it, you know, I I believe that no matter how busy I might be, and I I really don't I I don't use that as an excuse because I think it's too easy. Um, I will never be too busy for you. Oh, you rock! Your website, therosendallmethod.com. Where can people find your books? I've got to ask that. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um, they can go to your covers were exquisite. Yeah, the covers were really cool. Um, let me send you the link because off the top of my head, I mean, it's a it's a personal website, but I, I it's also a Wix website that I have not taken into the personal sphere where I'm paying for it. So I just have to send you the link and perfect. I know that sounds wild that I don't remember it, but I don't. <laughs> I forget things too. Has my name in it. What can I say? So anyway, thank you for tuning in today. I hope that um I hope that you found it helpful and uh, may we not ever stumble into a cocky gate unless I don't know that's the way you want to promote, I guess. I I guess I, I mean, don't I, have the cojones for that. I'd no, I, really, <laughs> I, I, I don't either. And who wants to deal with sending out C&Ds? Mm -mm. I don't want to have to hire an attorney who is, is well-versed in, in this to have to do it. I want to write. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, Alrighty. take care. Links underneath the video and you have a fantastic day. Yay. I will. You too. And we will be back together soon. I hope. I hope so too. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome.